It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 440 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo. Sidekick to the Chief Radio Nerd here to bring the facts and fire to your day, the one with the better voice for the week. And I need my coffee. <laughs> Today on the show, we are giving our initial thoughts on why we love Encanto. Also on the show today, <laughs> at least he paid for the window. But first, today is Monday, February 14th, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. In case y'all didn't know, it is Valentine's Day. And... Yep. Like I've said thousands of billions of times, I feel like I just said it. <laughs> Valentine's Day is not just for boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives. It is for an opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to be able to show everyone in your life that you love them and that they're important and that you care. See you. I feel like you're about to say you take it somewhere. Where do I take it, Matt? You take it. <laughs> And expand it. <sighs> I want to take it and shrink it. No. Mm-mm. I think Valentine's Day should only be for dating couples no. and nobody else. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> Dad says I said this last year. We probably, probably both did. did. I don't like the <laughs> At holiday. least we're consistent. <clears throat> I don't think I flat out said I hate it. I hate Valentine's Day. I'm pretty sure you did say you hate it. Uh, Maybe. But I'm just so sick of it existing in my life. What do we need it for? To remind others that they are loved. I don't need to remind others. Fine. Guess what? You are one less person that I got to worry about telling that I love them today. You know what? That's off my plate. Thank you, Lord. You can handle it because I ain't doing it. Good grief. Everybody else up in here, I love you. And I mean it. Listen, I got. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's also national. I hate this word. What is it? What is it? What is it? I want you to say it. Impotence day. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that word. What does it mean? It means, I think it's generally for men. Okay. Or they, they can't. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, it's also read to your child day. That is my PSA from your local librarian. Read to your kid. Jeez. It ain't my job to do it. Uh, it's Kinda also is, oh. of the next <laughs> Library Lovers Day. So, like, is this? Hold on, is this Chris's day? Because he's a library. Well, no, he's a librarian lover. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> you didn't uh, want to say the word impotence, but <laughs> good going deep into lover category. <sighs> He loves me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Good gravy. Uh, hey, it's National Ferris Wheel Day. <laughs> Not Ferris Bueller. 
Bueller. Ferris wheel. Bueller. And lastly. Bueller. You, this holiday. You, this holiday. Was created for you, my friend. No. You. No. National Clean Out Your Computer Day. My computer is always very well organized. It's the only thing in your life that's very well organized. True. True. (laughs) And I'll admit that wholeheartedly. But I know where every freaking thing is on my computer. That's fair. That's fair. (sighs) All right. To the point where if I ever try and reorganize, it breaks everything because I have too much organization. (laughs) Too many things that know exactly where they are that it'll ruin everything if I clean it up again. So those are our 52 holidays for today. (laughs) How was your uh, last three weeks, Mo? So for the most part, they've been pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, I got to go watch my child compete in wrestling uh, a couple times. Yeah. Which is always like, let me tell you, I think, I don't know if I said this or not on a past show. Everything runs together now. Um, But in all of his years of sports and being a competitive athlete, I have never gotten more nervous or anxious or terrified as what I do when he wrestles. Mm. I don't know why. To the point to where, like, my hands visibly are, like, shaking. Really? Bad. Bad. Watching him jump 15, 20 feet in the air while on a trampoline and flip five times. Five is an exaggeration. I think the most flips he ever did in in a row was four. But still, watching him flip that many times and, you know, land it never put me into, like, as much anxiety as what wrestling does. I don't know why. Could very well be because I knew the potential risk that came from wrestling and then this past week when I got to see a kid's arm break yeah that was like even more like that could really be my kid that could be my son (sighs) yeah um no thank you but it's fun hey I sent you the video though you're welcome for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, it wasn't as visible that that's what was happening. Really? Oh, you got to watch it again. Oh, I know. So, <laughs> okay. It was Cannon's, like, best friend on team. They have been competing back and forth between their weight class, the two of them. And he was winning this match, winning it. And he had the last minute and a half left. And he gets... He doesn't get pinned. He gets rolled, and they end up going out of out of the bounds. I still don't know everything about wrestling. I'm learning, but anyway. The circle. Uh, Yeah, Uh, the whistle gets blown. So what they then do is the ref moves them back to the center of the circle and puts them roughly in the position that they were. So Cannon's friend is. Oh, it's called something, and I don't know. But anyway, basically, he's on all fours. And the dude is ready to flip him as soon as the whistle is blown. Well, you tell them, explode out. As soon as the whistle is blown, that's what you're screaming. Explode out. Explode out. And for real, our friend explodes out. And he flips (laughs) the kid over his head. No joke. And as the kid is coming down, he puts his arm out to brace himself 
to brace him. And Cannon was like, what he did wrong was he kept his arm stiff instead of sliding. And so when he kept his arm stiff, of course, we all know what happened. That elbow popped. But then on top of that, our friend continued to to roll him so that he could get a pin. And when he rolled him, he rolled on top of the already broken elbow. Yeah. So in the video, you just see this arm, like, come around, and it's... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was interesting. It was interesting to watch. We saw a nose get broken. We saw... Oh, Cannon got choked out, like, for real choked out. Nice. Uh-huh. No, not passage. nice. I mean, it's illegal. That's a night of, rite of passage, though, for It's, for it's illegal, you but... You join professional wrestling with that. <laughs> right? Um, but apparently, like, his face was blue. <laughs> he was all right, though, right? Yeah, I mean, he's fine. Only, I, I, he bit, has been acting a little, a little bit, bit weird for the last week. It's only you know? a little bit of brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> not entirely sure what's happening, but anyway. Um... Oh, okay. So in our chat here, Tad says, Cannon's injury list, choked out, split lip. Am I missing anything? Yes, Tad, you're missing at least 4,000. <laughs> um, a couple years ago, he flipped our four-wheeler on top of him, and that was quite the injury. I remember that, yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, so that was fun, being able to watch him wrestle and having all these anxiety attacks. Um, but also... I've been telling my kids, my students, for the last two weeks, you know, that Valentine's Day is for everyone, right? And so I even taught them how to do I love you in sign language, okay? This sign language, bits and pieces of it is something that I've been teaching the students from the beginning of the year, and so it just made sense. Of course you're going to teach them to do the I love you sign, duh. But then I took it, like, up another level of awkwardness, and told every single one of my students by name that I love them. In the middle of class, said each student's name individually, one at a time. And it's sweet because like the second graders are crying by the end of it. They're all like, oh, Miss Mo, we love you too. But the fourth graders are like, stop, stop it now. I get to their name and they're like, ah, they close their eyes and cover their ears. And so I, of course, walk right up to them as quietly as I can. And then the second that they think they're safe and remove their hands from their ears and open their eyes, I go, I love you. And they're like, no, why are you so weird? But. I find it very yeah. important, especially for the kids at my school, because they live somewhat of, for the majority of them, live hard, difficult lives. I find it very important to tell them, Miss mm-hmm. Mo loves you. It's it's a good thing. That's that's the, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> ninja love attacks. Uh-huh, exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's the kindness ninja philosophy Aww. that we have here. We haven't mentioned that in a while. Kindness ninja. I saw the, uh, we made a background for that. A phone background for that when we were still back row radio and I came across that the other day. Yeah. I'm like, man, yeah, I miss her. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you ever want to hear the story of the kindness ninja, uh, you got to go look in our archives in the, uh, in the discord. Um, 
and I believe it was just called Celebrating the Kindness Ninja or something like that. Kindness Ninja is in the title. Um, but it's about a lady who was a very early on uh, donor to helping us get started many different aspects of Back Row, including Back Row Radio, which eventually became uh, LTN Radio. And uh, just a very nice, very kind-hearted woman. But uh, that was her that was her whole life was uh, just sneaking kindness in everywhere she could, sneaking love in, yeah. all these different people. Everybody that knew her in, you know, in person also felt that exact same way. Uh, is yeah, wonderful lady. And a good uh, good mindset to have all around. Mm-hmm. Do everything you can to just spread that spread that love, spread that kindness. Yep. Sneak it in, even if they don't want it. Yep. <laughs> so I got to tell you, we have a student, a second grader, who is on the spectrum. Um, and so he definitely thinks way beyond what most second graders think. Okay. Um, and I, I love him for that. Our principal, every morning, when she gets on and makes the announcement, she ends her announcements by saying, in case no one's told you today, I'm telling you now, I love each and every one of you. Mm. She says that every morning. And so that has been, you know, I've incorporated that in my talk over the last couple of weeks with the kids about the importance of saying, I love you, you know, um, and saying, you know, when our principal tells us in the mornings that she loves us, how does that make you feel? And of course, my little second grade friend said, well, it makes me feel great. And I said, okay, well, why does it make you feel great? And he said, well, Miss Mo, because I got to tell you, there's been a lot of times where I've come to school and my mom has been frustrated with me because I didn't know where my shoes were. I didn't know where my backpack was or whatever. Couldn't find my homework. And she's just yelling at me, get your stuff. You know, you have school. And I walk into school upset because my mom just fussed at me. But then I hear our principal say, in case no one's told you today, I'm telling you now, I love each and every one of you. And it just turns my whole day around. <laughs> and I like at that point, I'm choking back tears because I'm like, you're so right. <laughs> but that's why, I don't know, for me, Valentine's Day is it goes beyond husbands and wives and boyfriends and girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So how was your week? Three weeks, Matthew. Week, was, two week, and three week. I was sick. I was sick the whole time. Oh, you don't sound sick at all now. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, I'm, I, I've gotten much better, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad so to, to know that no. you have no residual <laughs> side effects. This is the best I felt this whole time, but the worst I've sounded. Like, I, it just keeps going. It just keeps fading away. Can it's I ask you a question? Back. Yeah. Do you have corona? No. I've had three tests. Am I going to get sick? (laughs) I've had three tests over the course of the first, like, seven days that I had symptoms. Every single one of them negative. And now it's been, like, almost three weeks. Like, you don't have corona that long, you know? (laughs) I mean, that is true. So, I've been... No, I had bronchitis. Uh, I had to get breathing treatment stuff. Oh, my gosh. Breathing all the steroids. That was fun. Um... I haven't had a cold this bad, uh, I want to say, in almost a decade to where I've lost my voice like this. Yeah. Like, I remember, I, I, I really remember not having kids or anything when that happened, so at least seven, eight years ago. Um, but I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Chat, that chats, needs to be the new parody. Sorry. singing a uh, Encanto parody about Rona. Um... <laughs> 
yeah, so I'm still can't talk, but it's been we had to cancel two weeks in a row. So I'm like, I don't want to do this again. So No, we only canceled well, that's one true. week. One week we were intentionally taking off. Exactly. But then the next week we had to cancel. Yeah. And I didn't like that because we already took a week off. Yeah. And so I can't do another one. Couldn't do another one. So you'll just have to deal, deal. with my voice. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell my kids that my students, I tell my students that I love them, but I also tell my students to suck it up and deal. So, you know, deal, y'all. if you can't suck it up and deal, then <laughs> please don't leave. We love you. <laughs> um, but other than that, I had a whole lot going on. Took my mom to uh, Roswell to see the eye doctor and we got to listen to a classic episode of uh, the Back Row Morning Show that we played um, this week, and she got to hear you. She hadn't really listened to any of them before. She had to hear you talking about... Oh, gosh. Uh, did you did you make her listen to one where I've been really, like, said some terrible things? No, no this is about... Good gravy. This is about how you were jumping from, from position to position in the school, and you didn't know where you were going to be ending up. Oh. But you were just talking about, you know, how you liked how you like these roles and what it was like working in the school and all this. She was yeah. very impressed by you. Aww. Had a lot more questions about you, so I had to sit there and talk. <laughs> which I didn't want to do. I had to talk about you, which I didn't want no, to not, do. No, not just talk about you. Talk at all. I didn't want to talk oh, at all. That's oh, why that's the radio fair. was on. I'm like, don't ask me questions. That's fair. I don't have a voice. Text them to me and I'll text you back. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, my daughter had her wisdom, her not her wisdom, her, her canines. canines removed. She's a reverse vampire. Yeah, for now. But it's really, really <laughs> crazy. I've got to actually show you a picture. Of, well, did you see the picture that I posted of her just from today? I didn't see today, no. Um, Look at her smile. Yeah. It is weird how quickly her teeth are, like, changing and yeah. forming and coming smile. in. Anyway, um, yeah. But that was... That was not fun at all. <laughs> um, my child is a people pleaser. And the last orthodontist appointment that she went to, I said, I'm so glad that I get to go to this with you. I don't get to go to any of your appointments anymore like I used to. And then when this came up, this appointment came up, Chris asked her, so do you want mom or dad to take you? And she goes, uh, well, I really think that I want mom to take me. Because she just doesn't get to take me anymore. And I was like, no, no, no. This isn't the appointment that I want to take you to. I don't want to go to this appointment with you. You don't need to try and make me happy. It's okay. Who do you really want to go with you? Because remember, mom is not a good nurse. I have zero bedside manner. If you're in any pain at all, I'm going to tell you to suck it up. And she just kind of looks at me and I said, I think you probably want dad to go with you. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, oh, no. gosh. So thankfully, Chris went with her. <laughs> I did not have to deal with that. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's so funny. Uh, KY says that she has zero bedside manner, too. But she will get you well. And that is exactly how I am. Mm. I will make sure that you stay up on your meds. I will make sure you get everything that you need. But listen, I am not going to baby you. I'm not. Dad, your dad loves you more in this situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
It's true. I won't lie. Oh, man. Mm-mm. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Chris Shadowin, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing the board game Moonrakers by Ivy Studios. And no, this has no affiliation with the 1979 James Bond film starring Roger Moore. In this game, you take on the role of a mercenary working loosely with other mercenaries to complete contracts, upgrade your ship and crew to earn enough points to become the head of the Moonrakers. According to the box, Moonrakers is a game of shipbuilding, temporary alliances, and shrewd negotiation. It's a deck builder with a few twists. Like most deck builders, everyone starts with the same 10 cards. But from there, you can choose to buy crew members to add to your deck or ship parts, which give you permanent perks and add resources to your deck. On your turn, you can choose to complete a contract on your own, but if you want to win, you'll have to take on harder contracts that you can't complete alone. This is where the twist comes in. You'll need to negotiate with the other players to complete contracts. You have to decide if taking them is worth it, and you have to decide what contract rewards you're willing to part with. The harder contracts, the rewards are greater, but you have to roll hazard dice, which can cause you to lose victory points, which is what you need to win the game. The first one to 10 wins the game. If you're a fan of board games, deck builders, semi-co-op games, negotiating, and are arguing, then this game's for you. Trying to figure out strategies, deciding who to take with you on contracts, and figuring out who you should help or stab in the back is always a lot of fun. The replayability of it is great because there are so many different strategies to try. After playing this game for the first time, and losing, I immediately wanted to start again. I already had new ideas in my head of how I could win for the next time. The fact that you're engaged on other people's turns makes this game very interesting. And aside from the excellent gameplay, Ivy Studios has put out a game with very high quality components, including metal coins. Originally a Kickstarter game, it's now available on MoonrakersGame.com. My minor gripes are that turns can take a long time as people negotiate uh, for a long time, but you can set a timer if you would like. And some of the cards are square, so if you want to sleeve your cards, you have to buy custom sleeves from them if you like doing that. Besides these minor things, this game is top-notch. I highly recommend adding this to your collection and your rotation of games you bring to the table regularly. I'm Chris Adwin, and remember, in space, no one can hear you rake the moon. morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and hey make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us now it's time for mo's fact of the day Thanks for, Thanks for drawing that out. Uh, you may already know that Valentine's name, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day was named after its patron. So in case y'all didn't know, it's time for my fact of the day. Let's try this again. You may already know that Valentine's Day was named after its patron saint, St. Valentine. But there's actually some confusion around surrounding which St. Valentine the holiday technically honors. According to History.com, there are at least two men named Valentine that could have inspired this holiday. Really? Uh-huh. Including one Valentine who was a priest in the 3rd century Rome. And as the story goes, this Valentine defied Emperor Claudius 
the second's ban on marriage. Claudius thought that it distracted young soldiers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Valentine was illegally marrying couples in the spirit of love until he was caught and sentenced to death. But another legend suggests that Valentine was killed for attempting to help Christians escape prison in Rome and that he actually sent the first Valentine message himself while in prison, writing a letter signed from your Valentine. Never heard of that second one. Yep. So. Interesting. Uh huh. That's why it's a fun fact. <laughs> now it's over to our weird news desk. Uh huh. Yep. And here's a news story you might not have heard. All right. So there's a. Let's just read the title here because the title is the most interesting thing. Burglar breaks into home, eats shrimp, drinks beer. And then leaves $200 for the damaged window. Did this happen in Louisiana? <laughs> this actually happened in Santa Fe here in New Mexico. Oh, my. Okay. What? Are you eating New Mexican shrimp? Mmm. Mmm. You need to enunciate shrimp better. <laughs> a New Mexico man was arrested last week for allegedly breaking into a home and eating their food. January 30th, homeowners called Santa Fe County Police after returning home and finding Terrell Christensen, 34, in a back room. Before fleeing, Christensen retrieved his duffel bag and an AR-15 scoped rifle, then apologized to the homeowners for breaking a window and left $200 in the living room as reimbursement. Christensen allegedly took a bath and slept at the residence while the homeowners were away. <laughs> he ate shrimp and drank beer. Christensen allegedly told the homeowners that he broke into the residence because his family was killed in East Texas and he was running from somebody. But then he also claimed that his vehicle broke down 100 miles outside of Santa Fe. So he walked 100 miles. And I Santa could Fe. walk 500 miles and I could <clears throat> the, uh, just to be following the following man day. in New Mexico to knock down. To eat the shrimp inside your door. The following day, deputies apprehended Christensen after receiving a call about a man matching his description trying to steal a car. Christensen allegedly confessed to burglarizing the Santa Fe home a day earlier, but claimed he was stuck in a blizzard and feared he would freeze to death. So that was the reason then. Uh, he was charged with aggravated burglary, lar burglary, larceny, and criminal damage of property. So... <laughs> So, I mean, could have had a worse criminal, right? I mean. <laughs> I mean, he had a gun there. He could have just killed you and squatted in that house forever, but he didn't. He's like, ah, sorry about that. Here's 200 bucks. Like, he had 200 bucks on him. <laughs> just saying. Could have been worse. <laughs> If you're going to have someone break into your house, this isn't the worst candidate. That's what I'm saying. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I just jumped mentally from the fact that he chose to eat shrimp in the middle of New Mexico <laughs> to he had $200 on him. Why didn't he go to a hotel? Or DoorDash, some good food. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't understand. I don't. There's got to be more to the story. Where is Paul Harvey when you need him? <laughs> um, I think he died. Didn't he die? He did die. Yeah. yeah. Recently, to, wasn't it? Way to you know. <laughs> bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Respons- I don't know. Uh, slightly mm. responsible criminal. Let's put it that way. I, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean... I don't, mm. it's a dumb, this is a dumb criminal. That is what this is. <laughs> this is a straight dumb criminal. He's not, he's not an actual criminal. I'm for real. Like he, this is the first crime he's ever committed in his entire <laughs> life. He probably has never even got a speeding ticket or anything. He. <laughs> Sorry I, about that. Eh? <laughs> got $200 in my pocket. I'm a break into this house. And I'm going to eat some Man, shrimp, <laughs> shrimp, sorry, some shrimp. You know, I just walked a hundred miles. <laughs> In the middle of New Mexico. In the middle of a blizzard. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. You laugh, it makes me cough. My, my brain hurts trying to figure this one out. <laughs> All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize intentional community. Join our Facebook group by searching for Love Thy Nerd Community. And if you not only like us, but you like like us like us you should join our discord server at lovethynerd.com slash discord and jump in on some of our game night streams bottom line we want to hang out with you come join us back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. To open up our week on Encanto. Encanto. We are going to be talking about... Well, before we do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to, you need need to, to do, do this right. We need to do the spoiler alert thing. Wow, 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 wow. If you haven't seen... Siren sounds like a, a dying cat. You've obviously never heard a cat die. It might be a cat in heat, but it's not a dying cat. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> you have Siren written in here. I was just trying to be helpful. I appreciate it. It just caught me off guard. If you haven't seen Encanto yet, oh, this segment is going to spoil it.
reminds me of that time when uh, you were you were late on the news the news intro. And you're like, meow. Here's the news. I just spit all over myself and all over the mic. Oh god. Oh man. If you want to jump in on the Discord chat, anybody who's watching. Oh, Sorry, got, Kaylee. Already got Tad in there. Oh, oh man. man. We're going <laughs> to open up our Discord, invite some of our back row buds to share their thoughts. Uh, they actually, a lot of them had a, a watch party recently for this, but I think most of the people that were in that aren't here. Um, oh, Thray made it, apparently. Did I miss it? Yay, Thray made it. Okay, she didn't think she was going to make it. <laughs> Can I just say, I don't know why, you know, Thray has been one of our good, good friends since the beginning of our, what is this called? Streaming? Since the beginning since, of since our, our, streaming our twitching? Twitch. Yeah, not twitching. No. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But it's just now hitting me today, like, for some reason, when you say Thray Maker, I want to say Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. <laughs> Thray Maker. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is it hitting me today for some reason? Mm, hey, everybody. Good. I'm making a dungeon right now. Making a dungeon? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Mo particularly. How's huh? everybody doing? What about Mo particularly? We don't want to break their, their rules again. <laughs> Thray, you were not really here earlier <laughs> when I admitted to struggling. Why are they doing this to me? Not <laughs> <laughs> to be confused with Secret Squirrel. That's a totally different thing. Secret Squirrel. Nobody Actually. shushes KY in a corner. We're <laughs> <laughs> taking over. 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 It's a good thing you have a button <laughs> that can end that them. Somebody has the stream. Not it. They actually on. No, we're talking to you. Yes, I think that's what's happening. Yeah. We're talking okay. to you. What do you put KY in corner? Cannot they it. can't hear us. They can't hear us. <laughs> they not hear us. They legit cannot hear us, right? Well, I mean, you could try. It just wouldn't go well for <laughs> they you. Can't they us. can't hear us. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear us? Can you hear me now? Hello. Everyone on both sides is no. wondering who can hear who. What's no. happening? No. Here's the here's the thing. I see that Matt's unmuted, but I don't hear anything coming out of his mic. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're on the I'm on the stream right now. So I do hear a lag yes, feedback. But I'm also hearing an echo of of what Eli was yeah. saying just a Yeah, short we're live. Time ago. We're totally live. Yeah. They can we're hear everything we say. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we're okay. on the, we're yep. Right now, I do. Hello, world. Hi, hello. Yes, hello, world. Hello. Hi, radio. <laughs> yeah. That's plugged in. So, oh, wait. so Matt and Mo oh, decided to play hide and seek on us, and mm. we have no <laughs> idea. There are cables are. getting unplugged and plugged back in. Oh no! <laughs> this part Hello, video. Oh, because... oh, Wait, I yes. heard him. I heard him. I figured out the problem. Can you hear us now? I figured out the problem. I, I had it. There it is. I, 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 I had. got a very good quality, and Matt, Matt sounds sick. I had Discord on uh, on streamer mode. 
on push to talk mode from when I was playing out the other night. Get you every time. Get you every time. <laughs> well, that was kind of fun there for a second, guys. <laughs> Yeah, you can totally just edit that whole section out. No, that is staying. Although, Thray, you do need to know that I was like yelling at you, fussing at you, laying hard into you because you weren't here earlier when I was talking about how I was struggling with trust within relationships and do people talk about me behind my back? What are they saying about me behind my back? And we pop into the discord and I can hear you talking about me saying my name. And I was like, what are you saying? And you're not replying to me because you can't hear me, but you're not replying to me. Why are you talking about me? Thray? What are you saying? Well, in this case, it was because I could hear your lovely voice, but I couldn't figure out why we couldn't see Matt's bubble lighting up. Because um, normally that's how I hear you. Okay, that makes sense. That, and I could go into a rant about how wonderful Mo is. Yes, I need I need to hear that today. Oh, I'm just kidding. I don't. Somebody do the Mo shout out tag. Exclamation point yeah, Mo in the chat. Yeah. Well, no, because Matt pointed out earlier that that has to be changed because apparently... I'm not the title belt holder anymore. Yeah, it anymore. says she never loses so. the belt, and she sure does. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to propagate if it's in print, it must be true. <laughs> That's well, right. Sometimes, sometimes you got to loan those out just to hold other people's pants up. It's That's prophetic. I'm going to let you run the questions. It is oh, to laugh. I don't want to run the questions. Okay, hey, so, friends. Uh, like on our end? Hmm? There's an echo. I feel like I'm know. lagging. Okay. I don't know I what to good. do here. Sorry, this is so, all right, guys. So here's the thing. We are going to open up our chat with a few <gasps> guided questions, okay, about our movie, Encanto. All right? But we first oh, need good. to start out with a general review of the movie. And there's a lot of y'all up in here, so I don't think that we can have a general review of everybody. Can we? What a yeah, just a quick one. Just a quick, just a quick one. one. Y'all here? Quick. Quick. What is the general review? Huh? Just what you thought of it initially. Yeah. Initial thoughts. First impressions. So, yeah, yeah. Review. initial viewing, yeah, yeah. yay, nay sort of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good job, Thray. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thray maker, miracle worker. Mm. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Promise keeper. I think. Oh, let's that not get is blasphemous you. here, okay? Okay, let's not get blasphemous. This is going to get real weird real fast. All right, general review, people. What you got? Loved it. Go for it. Love Jump it. in. Go. Now. Uh, okay. uh, great movie. Loved it. Your guns. Pew, 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 pew. I rewatch Factor for parents of kids that do like to watch the same thing a thousand billion times a week. Holy cow! Yeah, like and listen to the one. soundtrack. We've seen it. We've seen it, and we watched it last week. So twenty-seven that way I could times. Do this, so twenty-seven yeah. times at my house. Twenty-seven so far. <laughs> so many times. You gotta get to even thirty, Matt. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll be there by Monday. I'm sure. Lightweight. Okay. <laughs> but wait, it is Monday. Yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, it was excellently crafted. Uh, just very, very well done. And I was listening to the music just recently and just, holy cow, just wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Um, Go ahead, I thought three. it was an X. Sorry, Matt. 
Um, I thought it was an excellent film for the time that we are in. I think that it is an excellent balance in telling a story as well as not hitting the emotions so hard. hard that people are traumatized by it. Hmm. Um, it's addressing real real world problems that we are dealing with as a society without overdoing it in a way that anybody walks away further traumatized by what they're going through. And for that, it is masterful, I think. Mm. Very good. We're going to actually be talking a lot about that later in the week. All right. So Hold on, I think brother oh, Mod still had my bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to follow, follow up after that. Um, <laughs> I guess my first impression was, yeah, it was kind of pretty okay. Oh. If, that, if that's a hot enough take for everybody. Oh, that, that was spicy. Now, if we're talking, if we're talking spicy. the very first viewing, I had the same. It was like, yeah, it was all right. But like, no, I, I was an emotional wreck afterward. Of all the movies I've seen, it was one of them. <laughs> but by like the second, <laughs> second and third watching, I'm like, oh, this is just fantastic, fantastic. Um, Twenty-seven times Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, what was your initial thought? Uh, you know, after hearing you say it, I will say that after the first time that I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, that was a good. That was a good movie. A cute way to spend 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but you're exactly right. The more that I've watched it, the more I've listened to the music, the more that I've thought in depth about each character, the more I'm like, okay, this is top notch. This mm -hmm. is... This is something special. Yeah. This is really, yeah, really good. Room again. Uh, does anybody have a favorite character? I mean, you have to have a favorite character. I'm actually going to ask this question because we all know what everyone's going to say. No. I don't think so. What? Mirabelle. Mirabelle, okay. I mean, that's... Mirabelle. It's a safe choice. Yeah, I think... I think <laughs> People that... say Bruno, but I'm like, Mirabelle, who doesn't like Mirabelle? Voiced by <laughs> Stephanie Beatrice, what's not to like? Mirabelle. She is great. Mirabelle. All right. Anybody else? And I'm getting glasses soon, so... Uh, this is a different than, than talking about powers, right? We're just talking about the characters. Just the characters. Char well, I mean, I you, mean, know, yeah. Yeah. you okay. can define it how I you love, I love Dolores just because, you know, you... you always see this internal struggle and i love how she always speaks quietly because she, i bet Here's she can't everything. stand her own voice <laughs> of all the things that i've thought about and of all goes. the like all the the uh, people that i've listened to talk about the characters and whatnot that is the first time anyone has ever said that i've heard Anyone has ever said she speaks so quietly, and I bet it's because she can't stand the sound of her own voice. <laughs> and when you think about it, it's probably so accurate. I can't do the high pitch <laughs> that she does right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she just doesn't. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't her me that squeak. time, guys. It wasn't me. It's Any me. Anybody else? Well, I, I will. It's kind of a side conversation, but we have a lot of talk about superpower comparison at our house. And so we've all kind of decided that Isabella's power is the most powerful. And so therefore my favorite, uh, because it can be used offensively and defensively and for beauty and for function, for growing food. So like if any of the powers, I'm totally team Isabella. 
Isabella. Because flowers. Because Isabella. flowers. Isabella. Yeah. I, mean, I, always watch I like Isabella. I mean, <laughs> my favorite may not be the the most flashiest of the characters, but uh, I liked Felix the most. <laughs> Which one was Felix? Felix was like the uh, Felix was Peppa's His Peppa's husband. husband. Yeah, Felix uh-huh. is great. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, Felix is a very, yeah, Felix is a very encouraging character. That's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. favorite, especially to his we wife. Um, yep. Yeah, like you can say, like even in that last song where you know all mm-hmm. the all the themes come together, and Bruno's mm-hmm. apologizing and saying, "I'm just trying to tell you, let it, you know, let it all out. Stop trying to hold uh-huh. this all in." He says, "That's Not what I'm always saying. I'm though. always telling her that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who didn't give theirs? Oh, I think I didn't. because okay. I was stalling. Um. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can come out of the I'm stall now. Z- yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> they're all so good in so many ways. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You gotta I have pick the though. same struggle, Thray. Yeah, I know. I really do. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Uh, the problem is, is every time I think I've made a decision, I'll get a I'll get a message from somebody who wants to talk about the show more, and they'll have me reconvinced about a character I've uh, underestimated. Yeah. Um, Are you gonna for say, example, Yes. Who? So I received I received a bunch of messages about Mariano uh, today, and how he's underappreciated. Um, he's just got so much love he's, inside. He's oh, just trying to compete with uh, all these super power, uh, super powered girls, <laughs> and uh, that's just that's rough on a suitor, man. <laughs> but uh, that's not. I, I'm not going to lie. I appreciate Bruno. I appreciate him as an uncle. He he does good. He's very protective. I'm a fan. He he also, yeah, he, he seems like he may or may not have had a number that got cut. I'm very suspicious that we'll have a deleted scene. You think later. so? I think that knock, knock, knock on wood uh, had its own number. <laughs> and somebody told him that the whole movie got too long and was too heart wrenching, so they cut it. That's what I bet happened. So, so you, this would be a sad song. You sad should really song. go watch some YouTube things. Uh-huh. Wow. Um all your questions answered about the movie Encanto. That's one of the ones that I watched this past week, like trying to prepare for this week's okay. episodes, yeah. And it, there's a so, lot of interesting things that have been confirmed mm-hmm. that have been cut or deleted or um, saved for further projects. I got you. I got you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, th- are you going to tell your favorite character? Oh, did I not tell mine? I don't think you did. Um Shoot, I should have been thinking about it then. Well, I kind of uh, think so. Well, ha, ha, I'm not alone on this. No, you're not. Thray, actually, before we started recording, I said something about, oh, well, this person's my favorite character, and then I was like, oh, but this person too. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think mine is uh, is 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 Luisa. Yeah. Um, mainly because I think I connect with her struggle a little bit, the people pleasing, you know, kind of aspect. Mm. Uh, of it, so I, uh, the first thing I saw of Encanto 
period was the YouTube video of her song because I kept hearing that song on TikTok. And I'm like, what is this song? Uh, and I didn't know it was from the movie at all. And so I saw that. I'm like, oh, this is a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is so beautiful mm -hmm. um, and heartbreaking, heart wrenching, really. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say uh, Louisa. We'll definitely have to get into this later in the week. But I don't think that Louisa is a people pleaser um, as much as she is other things. But she is my favorite character. <laughs> so, that sounded rude. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, don't, I, know, I know it's not what you Yeah. As much as she is other things. And actually, <laughs> I believe that there is another character that is very much a people pleaser. Um We'll talk about it. Yeah. Don't dive uh -huh. into it. I'm not going to. All right. What is your favorite part specifically of the movie? Anybody? Why you do this to us? <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta be so rude? There's so many great details. Um, hmm. um, can I just say every like nuance in the film? I, I love those. We're going to be talking about the nuances. That's a separate question. Oh. So. <laughs> All right. I have a favorite part. Favorite part. Go. And, it, and it's a very specific one. Do it. It is after Bruno's reunion with the family, and he's trying his best to muster this vision and to get it together, and he can't do it. And then uh, Antonio gives him his stuffed tiger oh, okay, that Mirabelle okay. made for him. Yeah. Oh, that was nerd. my favorite part because at the beginning of the movie, when, when she gave him that stuffed tiger, I thought he's going to treasure this thing. And then he got the power to speak with animals. And I thought he's not going to care about that toy anymore because the, the magic just gave him something so much better than this little stuffed toy animal. Uh, but no, he still treasured it and he treasured it so much that he gave it to Bruno when Bruno was in a really bad spot. Yeah. And that's why that's my favorite part. That's a good, good thought out answer there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I remembered, um, the whole table scene, that was just brilliant. I loved it. Yes. The table <laughs> scene the is stare down. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. That was a really well done scene. <clears throat> Anybody um, else? My favorite. Well, scene I am. Was... Go ahead. I know you. <clears throat> I dropped something, so I have to get that. So for me as a mom, like I'm, I'm watching with my kids all the times we've watched it because they love it too. And they know that there are two parts where I cry. And so, um, the flashback that shows, uh, the relationship of the, um, the grandparents and then the death of the grandfather and then, um, the reunion at the end where, um, the grandma has all three of her kids together. And so they know, they know that I'm going to turn on the waterworks at that point. And so my favorite part about that is that they always turn and look at me and then grab my hand and squeeze because they Aww. know the emotion behind why I'm crying. And so yeah. that's my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite part is right after Mirabelle goes into the painting. Uh, it's not Harry Potter style at all. Uh, but when she goes into the wall and sees Bruno for the first time, and the rat takes the glowing piece of uh, yeah. glass, yeah, and just gets floated up into the air, and there's just 
In this case, actually, Hernando, because he has the hood up. Uh, me and Sophia like to really get really specific about which Bruno character is it. Like, and we don't talk about Bruno, it's Hernando at the wedding. <laughs> he has his hood up. No, that's you know that, but, uh, that, that section. That, that section, though, that's yeah. my favorite part too, where it starts with the chase through the the wall. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm all... not doing. I'm scared of nothing. You're, ve- you're very sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene—that's that's one of my favorites. So, so what do you like? You like sports, game shows, <laughs> telenovelas. <laughs> Is that your favorite part also, Matt? Well, that's part of it. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite part. I'll say that's my favorite part. Yeah. No, because she's is on, but she is amnesia, so she doesn't know that it's on. <laughs> I, liked, I liked the part when they're singing about um, forming a new foundation, because I feel like that was a really subtle detail to put in there, hmm. that in order for any of it to heal, they needed to have a new firm foundation. And and then in that musical moment, we have everybody coming together and the community coming. And I really appreciated that little bit, um, especially because, of course, there's biblical uh, mm-hmm. sure. importance there that uh, while subtle, it's a good framework to try to outline to others. Yeah. So... Um, like yes thank you lynn you've given me tools <laughs> this is great so well speaking yeah, of was... uh, <clears throat> go for it speaking of lynn manuel Miranda, mm-hmm. the next question is what is it missing oh i'm sorry i skipped oh. one do the next one first. the best song <laughs> i know i was song? trying to figure out where you were going with what is it missing and lynn manuel but okay yeah, so what's your best song? What do you think is the best song? Well, I think we all know what the best song is, in my opinion, because I sang it. Don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did a good job, too. Well, yes. Seriously, Eli, that was incredible, man. We Don't Talk About Bruno is literally more popular than Let It Go was on the charts. Good. Like, it beat Let It Way Go. Way back in the day. And that, Good. And Gosh that was, dang it. That was Good. the most popular Disney song ever. <laughs> and we thought it would be forever. <laughs> Didn't deserve so it. So, Miranda was like, right, challenge accepted. <laughs> so, I personally think that We Don't Talk About Bruno is the most catchy. Definitely. But I don't think it's the best. Mm, it's the best one. <clears throat> I think Luisa's song. Surface Pressure? Yes. That's really good. I think that is the best song, honestly. I do. I do like it. Yeah. I'm with you on on that, Mo. I can talk. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I agree, but possibly for different reasons. Okay. But you don't Um, even know my reasons. I think We Don't Talk About Bruno (laughs) is probably the most technically impressive Mm. of, of the songs. Because there is a whole lot going on that just works seamlessly. It all gets stitched together. So well. It's it's really, really impressive how they did that. (sighs) Um, But Luisa's is my favorite, not because it's technically the best, but because it's a song about being uh, the oldest oldest child in a family. Mm, Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And And that floored me. 
I wasn't I wasn't ready for, for it. Sure. <laughs> Matt, do you have I know there's several others. Never mind. I'll ask later. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what she's going to ask, but okay. she said it would be later. Okay. <laughs> Brace yourself. Brace yeah, yourself. Right? Anybody else's? Uh, yeah, hey, anybody? Why? Songs, anybody? Other than Bruno? Uh, well, no. I mean, other than Bruno. Yeah, I mean, ca- Counterpoint is one of my favorite musical things of any. So having that in Bruno, just, I, I can't get over that. So I love it when there's different melodies laid on top of each other like mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. just, I love it. So some of my favorite, like, you know, Weird Al song, Pancreas, you know, they do the same thing, you know. (laughs) It's going to bring Weird Al in there. We're talking about singer-songwriters that are amazing and life-changing. But that's just, that's always been something that I've adored. In the same category with each other. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Let me just tell you, they disagree. Because if you will look and see, Weird Al actually did a polka of Hamilton. And Lin-Manuel Miranda recorded himself live watching, listening to it for the first time. And he fangirled out so hard. And I love that video. (laughs) But um, yeah, so musically, just as a singer, uh, I just really enjoy Counterpoint. So I, I don't think anything could top Bruno as far as that, that goes for that movie for me. All right, who hasn't given theirs yet? Um, Ten, yeah. three? Uh, yeah, I was looking at the list. Um, Waiting on a Miracle, actually, is one of my favorites. Oh, there. Um, okay, be- okay. Yeah, mm. uh, because of the, the all the other songs are about an inner struggle, and Waiting on a Miracle has, has an inner resolution, which I love, and they express that inner resolution with accidentals, and I love that even more. Good point. Mm-hmm. They do. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Are we? Yeah. Oh, go three. ahead. I think three has. Sorry, three. The thing that I was going to ask is, do you have a least favorite song on that question list of yours? No. Okay. Do you have a least <laughs> She's favorite ready to song? That three? One. Brave choice. Brave choice. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this is going to be awkward due to just timing, but I was actually going to say that just because it's a device that Lynn has used before, I kind of had issue with Waiting on a Miracle. As much as it was important for storytelling reasons, I, I felt like, okay, this is, this is Angelica and Eliza again. Ah. Um, just in a Disney format. <laughs> We're using that same tool. We're doing that same twitch which side of the camera we're looking at the scene from and doing the I want song while a different s- song is going hey, on. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, Rogers and Hammerstein and a lot of other great uh, musical writers have done the same thing. I and so Ten, I, three out of we are still friends with their knowledge, right? But <laughs> yeah, and and it is known that I'm a Rogers and Hammerstein girl, so fine. Um, I'd have never, um, I'd have never believed it if I didn't hear it right here, right that's now. That's that's the first thing I tell about uh, about you for everybody. Is my friend Thera, She's a Rogers and Hammerstein girl. No, that that's the first thing he tells me because it's the only thing that we really know. <laughs> Oh, okay. 
Okay, fine. What's your favorite? What's your favorite song? Did you already say that? No, she yeah, only said her least favorite. Yeah, oh. she said surface pressure. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I, I agreed with Mo. That's oh, that's right. right. That's right. I'm that's sorry, right. Thray. I'm sorry. So you're giving her a hard I time. Listen. Your explanation was already perfect. You didn't need any words. <laughs> sorry. All right. Uh, are we going to go back up to what is missing? Yeah, but we need to we need to pick up the pace a little okay, bit because we're running a little late. What is missing? On uh, what In is that? Rapid fire. Uh, breath. It's missing breath. Um, so even the points of where it is trying to take a breath, it's like, okay, we're going. And it's, it's just one after another, after another, after another. And it's like, yes, this is an animated movie and we have this limited time, but they like, like really compressed. And like, you, you feel like you're having anxiety through the whole entire thing. And it's really cool because it's like pressure, but it's like, holy cow, we're rushing through all of this. Yeah. yeah I can agree with that. It could have benefited an extra 15 minutes stretching it out a yeah. little bit. I agree with that. Y- yeah. Yes. Good point. Anybody else? I maintained my my theory that uh, I thought that Lynn Manuel uh, must have cut a song for Bruno, um, which Mo may or may not have the knowledge to. I gotta look that YouTube up. Apparently, mm-hmm. you do. Um, but there just felt like there was a hole right there, mm. and there was references to that hole, and so it's like, okay, there is something here, and I'm gonna guess that these phrases have some tie to it if he were going to expand this into a three act Hmm. he would definitely focus here i thought at least okay okay. that goes to that breath thing yeah all right anybody else a rap a rap there's a rap it's in it's in the first song and that's another that's another one of those songs that really sounds like Hamilton because uh, right. I've, I've seen that on TikTok where they mesh together um, guns and ships from Hamilton. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. And that the tail end of the Family Madrigal song. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that would. I don't know if it's missing, but it. Uh, I guess it's kind of parallel in that I think it's there's too much. Um, sometimes I think there's a little too much Lin Manuel. <laughs> that shines through in the lyrics. Well, in that uh, song, because it just it just rips it just rips you out of the movie. It's like, well, those lyrics were a little too on the nose. <laughs> it was just a little too over engineered. <laughs> You're good at what you do, Lynn. I get it, uh, but now I'm thinking about how you wrote the song instead of thinking about the song. <laughs> okay, I mean it's a point, and it's it's a valid one. <laughs> Anybody else have anything they want to add? We have one more question. Why does Abuela get a lit up door when she doesn't have a power? Oh, dang. Ooh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that for the uh, <laughs> Thursday show. So don't, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you listen to the Thursday show. All right. So <laughs> let's round all of this out by talking about those. It was the nuances, right? Yeah. The, the little li- hidden little gems. Hidden details. Yeah. Can I go? Go yes, ahead. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, oh my goodness, the nuances. So, like, like all of us have been saying, uh, the first it was not enough to do the first time view. And I love, love the the family dynamic nuances, the house nuances. Just every single interaction was so uh, precise and intended, um, and they. The, the connection to imagery. So, for example, like the complete opposite. So you, we see Mirabelle's 
uh, parents and you have the, the fixer and you have the one that need the, needs to be fixed all the time. And then you have the other set of parents and she's uh, sporadic in her emotions, but then her husband is even keel. And I just, I love those dynamics. I love how they, they take imagery throughout the, the colors even uh, just carry throughout the, out the whole entire story. And it's that it's just beautiful. It's, it's got a lot of balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A, a little thing that I noticed while rewatching it, there's all these little designs throughout the house. You can see it in the kitchen mainly. And it's the little holes in the wall, and they're all butterflies. Yeah. It's foreshadowing for later on. Um, Bruno's vision when they see the butterfly. Mm-hmm. Later on in the movie when there's the butterfly. <laughs> uh, if you look even on the album, Fur and Concho, there's two butterflies on it. Well, that's what, uh, well, that's what Dos Origitas. Uh, is eventually alluding to. Uh, it's yeah, that's called two cat two caterpillars. Two caterpillars, and that tells the story. And that yeah, that gets to the point where it's uh, dos mariposas, which is two butterflies. Um, I also think that that is like that's a nod to the fact that Dolly is gonna is gonna play a, a small role somewhere in the future. <laughs> Only some of you will understand that. Now that the pass okay. is open, they can go to Tennessee. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, hello. Gonna go to. Yeah, I liked the little the cameo of Bruno during um, yeah. Dolores' section of the song. So I liked it for two reasons. One, because Dolores is the only <laughs> one who knows he's still there, and so the fact that he shows up during her portion uh-huh. was a nice little you know foreshadowing shadow nod but also i as a viewer i appreciate a reward for being someone who looks in the background right. yes Absolutely. and because um, yeah. one of my favorite children's authors peter spire he writes books where you you don't just follow the main story you can also read through it just looking at the stuff that's not the focus of the story and and be entertained and so i love looking and finding a reward in the background that the animators have put in there for people <laughs> that want that are exploring visually so yeah. i appreciated that a lot mm-hmm and there's every Marvel TV show ever to look yeah. for all the Easter eggs to figure out what's coming next. Yeah. <laughs> I think the fourth time that we watched it as a family, we were all picking out all the hidden little Easter eggs from different movies and whatnot that were mm-hmm. back there. So I love that's one of my favorite things about every Disney movie, though. Yeah. The, Disney and Pixar both. Well, yeah, is the the connections, the tie ins from other movies. All right. Who hasn't spoken yet on this one? There were two details that I thought uh, were very interesting. Okay, that's a lie. There's like 15 others. Pick <laughs> just two main um, ones, right? Make the hard choice, three. Two yeah, but picking. then I came up with a third, and then we were doomed. Um, Ray's choice. Okay. Uh, I mentioned all of these when we all watched together. Um, Abuela's uh, rosary with the watches and the locket of her husband on it were very interesting details. Um, Maribel's dress and how it mirrors her sister, Isabel, while having her own stitch work in it, which I think has allusion to what her gift actually is, but I'm sure, Matt, you've got a segment to that, so I'm just going to leave that be. Thank you. And, (laughs) of course, we have... Disney playing on the programming that they as a company have built into us with the use of the color green, which I brought Mm. up when we watched Mm. in the fact that 
we have been trained to watch these movies and when we see green we all of a sudden do not trust oh like um, they literally call that villain green yes yeah yeah. I mean, it happens with Scar. It happens Scar. with uh, Maleficent. Yeah. It, it's happened for years. Mm. It's an old trick, but we are so Disney kid programmed <laughs> into it that when we're told oh, Bruno's trouble and he's being represented with all this green. You believe it. We're, we believe it. Yeah. And there's subtle greens in different places <clears throat> that also lean towards that mistrust. Yeah. So, anyway. I like that, too. Um, My favorite little detail is, it was already partially discussed, where we talked about how um, uh, Dolores talks very quietly. But you'll also notice in there, like, anytime something loud's happening, like when the fireworks or whatever's going on, she covers her ears. And if you look back to uh, the scene where she's clapping, she's only clapping with her index fingers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just like this. I, I love her so much. She's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. So you know much. her room is soundproofed. <laughs> I also room. like. Oh, no, I didn't see her too. room. I want to see the other rooms. We need the... a house tour. We need um, a house tour. There's only yes. one bathroom in the entire house. I also like there that on, on all their impressive. clothes. On all their clothes, they have represented kind of what their power is. Uh-huh. Like. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Dolores has like little sound waves mm-hmm. on her thing. Um, uh, what's the what's the shape shifting kid's name? Camilo. 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 He's got a chameleon on his little thing, on his little over yep. over poncho. And Mirabelle has all of them on hers. Mirabelle has all of them on hers. Yep. Uh, Luisa yeah. has little dumbbells. <laughs> I was convinced the first time watching it, up until like the very end that. The house, Mirabelle was the house. Like, oh, I was, like they were the same thing? Yes. That would have been such a that fun twist. That would have been interesting. That's, I'm, the whole time I'm screaming, that's her power! The house is her power! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. right. well, thank she you. was framed from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> thank y'all so no. much for joining us to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Welcoming us to talk about this. Yeah, I, I've been excited. <laughs> Sorry that it now. got delayed. Yeah, sorry it got delayed. We were really excited about it. Um, huh. But yeah, we're we're going to be talking. We're going to be doing a, a, a deeper dive into most of these characters over the next three days worth of shows. So we encourage you to to tune in and listen to those. Uh, as well, uh, but for now we're going to go ahead and close the Discord. Thank you all again. We love you. Love you guys. We love you. Happy Wednesday. We love you guys. Yeah. Bye, Mo. Bye. <laughs> uh, really good discussion. Really good discussion. Yeah, but that was we good. had to had to end it, but yeah, I sh- I should have known not to put six questions on there. So because we have very thoughtful people, people who really really have a lot of good stuff to say. <laughs> it, you know, if they could do it, I'm still pushing for a Tad and Three tad election and three. year, but. Tad I don't, they can't do that. He's not old enough, remember? He's not old enough. Also, is he even, does he, he's, he's not. What? Tad, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, see? Oh, he's Canadian, it. that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right, I forgot. See, I didn't want to just be like, 
put it out there. But <laughs> like it's an insult. Isn't he Canadian? No, no listen. <laughs> listen. All of 2020, I wanted to be Canadian. <laughs> anyway. I want out. I want out of here. Oh, gosh. All right. think of our topic this week? Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Backrow LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share uh, our poll for the week. Uh-huh. Now, this time we went to Facebook and we did a random poll that has absolutely nothing to do with our main topic for the week. <laughs> it is just simply because Matt was curious and he had been eating a lot of ramen while he was sick. <laughs> so the question was, what is the best cheap ramen flavor? Yeah. So the options we had here were uh, chicken, beef, I'm going to read them in the order, sorry. Uh, I can't not read them in the order. I'm just going to read them in the order that they voted because I can't not do it. There you go. So number one was chicken, and I think we all kind of expected that because that's just what, that's the original flavor, that's what, like, that's the basic, that's the vanilla, you know, of, of cheap ramen. 105 votes for that one. Beef was number two with 47 votes. Creamy chicken, which is my favorite, came in at 25 votes. Uh, shrimp, you voted for that one, didn't you? I love shrimp. Shrimp came in with 20 votes. That's my favorite. As did uh, soy sauce, which used to be called oriental. Yeah. Um, pork, which I think is an underrated flavor. We really, yeah. Came in at 11. <laughs> Lime chili shrimp, which is relatively new, just in like in the last five to seven years. And relatively weird. I don't like it, yeah. But yeah. nine votes for that. Eight for just the simple chili flavored. Um Four for roast chicken, which I think is simply out of ignorance, because roast chicken is just slightly better than the normal chicken. Yeah. And I don't think enough people have tried it. Yeah. And maybe a lot of stores don't carry it. It's possible. <clears throat> Same thing with roast beef. Roast oh. beef only got three. See, pork, roast beef, and shrimp. Those are the three yeah. staples in our house. Yeah. And then picante chicken, which I'm surprised, only got two. Picante chicken is great. But see, oh, again, I think that it's one of those things where it's like, I, it kind of terrifies a lot of people. And, you know, you're going to be spending, what, 13 cents on a on a package? You don't want to waste your 13 cents on something <laughs> that you might not like. You don't want to waste your 13 cents. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Exactly. Now, they're at least 25 cents now, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really think that the they're inflation. like. Inflation. Yeah. Whoosh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks, Joe Biden. 
<laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Let's hit our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Psalm 119, 130. The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.